welcome to For Heaven's Sake. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T. How are you? I'm great, J. How you doing? <laughs> it's Lady J to you. No, I'm kidding. Oh, pardon, pardon, pardon. <laughs> Lady J. Lady J. Lady J. I'm good, man. I'm flying high. <laughs> yeah? No, I'm not really high. I'm sorry. I kind of wish I was, though. That had been fun. We still, we need to do a high episode. I don't know if I can manage this. I, I don't know. <sighs> Here's what's going to happen is one of these days we're going to be watching an episode separately as we always do. I won't make sense. Listen, more than usual. We're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to just be watching an episode just like we always do. And but then, more than usual. And it's going to be a really like either really shitty, stupid episode or like this really good episode. But And that's the one. Yeah. That's the one where we decide we're going to be high on this podcast. But you know what we should... Okay, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to save this. It's going to be whenever it is and we'll we'll talk about it offline and when we do do it, if we do do it, it will be a surprise to all. But everyone will hate me. Okay, if people don't already hate me, no, get out of here. I don't think you being high is going to change anything. I won't make sense like whatsoever. Do we ever? I mean, like if anything, you bring us back to normal. Like you're the only one <laughs> you, that like brings us kidding? on track. I'm the fucking tangent queen. I'm the oh. one who started this tangent. Well, I'm the, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is true, but like I, 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 I'm kind of like Ruthie where I, I throw in a question. That's true. And then it flies. Yeah, that's true. But I take the bait every time. Thanks. How much fun would that be if we were high? That's all I'm going to say. Just think about it. That's all. Let's let's get into the matter at hand, shall we? Microdosing? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And write down the time code, cutting it out. <laughs> Please do. Um, okay, this is episode 610. Mm-hmm. titled Consideration. Ooh. And the Amazon Prime spoilie, which I gotta say, I'm really sad about because I was kind of sort of hoping to like make a big joke out of this. Okay. Is Simon gets caught in the middle of a wild police chase. Stupid! <laughs> so sad. It's so sad that we couldn't Why? build up to the hilarity that is what happens to Simon in this episode. Oh! Oh, I know it's kind of a letdown, but it's okay because we can talk about some things before we get into that. Like how the car is so familiar to everybody. (laughs) 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 That Uh, car looks like really familiar. Yeah. I mean, like really really familiar. (laughs) Is that grandpa? (laughs) Sorry. Fuck. Okay. So... The episode opens with Annie being super busy with grading papers. Yep. No time to do anything else. That life. Yeah. And Eric's like, oh, I'm busy too. I have to go to the hospital today. Or no, no. he doesn't say hospital. He says church. I have church I have business. church things to do. It's not that important, but I have church things. And so he's busy. She's busy. And then Grandpa and Ginger. Grandpa Pete Charles and Ginger show up. Okay, I think up. we can call him Charles now. Is that his name? Yep. It's not Pete? Nope. It's Are Charles. you sure? Yeah, positive. You sure it's not Pete Charles? I'm positive. Okay. So Grandpa Pete Charles shows up with Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and turns out that Eric knew about this visit for a whole month in advance. Yeah. And didn't tell Annie about it. And I immediately, my suspicion meter went right up. I was like, there's a reason he didn't tell Annie. He did not forget. Mm -hmm. There's a reason he didn't tell her. 
So, so show enough, Eric's like, gotta go, bye. And Annie's like, gotta go, bye. So Eric pawns off the responsibility of like watching grandpa on Simon. Yeah. Because Ginger isn't staying. She's going to go up to. Up, all she said is up north with her oh, sister. Oh, that's right. Up north to hang out. It's like a girl's weekend. Lunch, she needs a break. Shopping. Yeah. So, so, so someone's got to watch grandpa and no one wants to do it. So Eric pawns it off on Simon. Mm-hmm. But Simon ain't having it. Ain't having it because this was the weekend that he was supposed to get his learner's permit. But you said that if I was a man, a responsible man, then you would take me to the DMV to get my learner's permit. So I've been a man. Actually, I've been so good at being a man that you bumped getting the permit by a whole month. I know, but... No, Dad, no buts. I did what I was supposed to do. I kept my room clean. I did my homework without being told. I helped out around the house. I helped out at church. I want that permit. I've earned that permit. You have to take me. We'll go next week. Next week? The first of the week. I have school, Dad. One day after school. What day? The first day I'm free. I promise. And sets the house on fire. (laughs) No, that's Mary's job. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how to feel about this reaction from Simon. Really? How do you feel about it? I mean, you know, over the top. Yes. However, I mean, I fucking get it. I've been waiting to get my learner's permit. Like, we've been hearing bitching and moaning about this because he wants it. And I I get it. Like, you're looking forward to it. And then, oh, guess what? Grandpa's here. Well, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I get that. Especially because Eric knew about this a whole month in advance. I know. And didn't have to schedule the permit day for the day that grandpa arrives. I know it's kind of a dick move. I do. I I do feel for Simon. I do. I just can't feel that. I I can't empathize with him that much when when he's being a whiny fucking baby about it. I know. Like he's all, I'm a man, dad. Like then act like one, maybe (laughs) like, "Mm." well, Eric, you had it coming. (laughs) Oh, I just listened to that song today, in fact, in the car on the he way home from work. He had himself to, to blame if you had been there. If you had seen it. Dun, dun. <laughs> Pop, six, squish, uh-uh, Cicero, lipstick. I fucked it up. Oh, well. Um, we got problems. <laughs> <laughs> We only have ourselves to blame. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um. So yeah. So Simon's pissed, and then Grandpa's all, "Well, babysit me, kid." <laughs> I know. I oh, well, poor Grandpa. <sighs> and honestly, he's such a like Eric is such a dick, like pawning Grandpa off to everybody. Well, but. But someone had to. It should have been Annie, but Annie got busy and he wasn't counting on it. Yeah, well, Eric should have thought about that. I know, if he's there... an idiot. Yeah. He's a total idiot. But, or at, at the very least, have an ally. Like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna, 
you know Ginger and Grandpa are coming. Yeah. You know why they're coming. You know that you're not going to be able to babysit Grandpa. So have an ally in the house. If you can't tell Annie... Then tell one of your kids so that they're so that they're in on it so that they can be not busy that day. You know, I know. what I mean? I know. Don't just go like, sorry, last minute. Can you take care of grandpa? Of course, no one's going to want to. Yeah, seriously. You know, we like let, hold on. Let's go down the list of the shit that's happening in the Camden house okay. before we like break everybody yeah, down. And go story. for it. All right. Lucy is waiting for Jeremy to call her back. All right. Because right, he called and Robbie picked up and she's like, oh, my God, she, he's going to call back. Yeah. And she needs to be ready to have a long conversation with exactly. him. And Matt is waiting, f- uh, is studying for yeah, his Yeah, Matt chem. has a big final. A so final he can't or be some midterm whatever. or whatever. He cannot be disturbed. Okay. And then you have Robbie with girl problems. Which, can I, can I? Yeah. Como nunca amer. A mí me gusta que me quieran como soy. A mí me gusta que me quieran como soy. A mí me gusta que me quieran. I don't know what's worse, your Spanish or your singing. <laughs> that might be my new favorite song. <laughs> Robbie's cover of whatever the fuck song that was is my new favorite song. All right, yeah. Uh, oh my god sorry yes so he's having girl trouble which we'll get into yeah simon with his learner's permit bullshit ruthie is just on the ride and she can't really yeah ruthie's not having anything going on but she can't be responsible for grandpa yeah (laughs) and annie's grading papers and mary Mary. apparently has been in a funk for a week mysteriously and apparently she needs to understand why she's well, they just don't know. Yeah. What we see is like sort of intermittent or interspersed scenes of like Ruthie and Lucy in the room with Aunt, with Mary. And like the room is a fucking mess. There's shit or, everywhere. Or only on her side, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's shit everywhere. And Mary's just like sitting on the bed like huh what i don't know uh yeah i don't know like they're like she's in a funk do you really want her to be in charge of grandpa when she's in a funk yeah <laughs> someone's got to anyway so they get bored grandpa gets bored and so they decide they're gonna go for a ride somewhere like they're just gonna leave the house for some time so simon ruthie the twins and grandpa are gonna leave and lucy's like uh you think that's wise and they're like try and stop us idiot or whatever so they go and then we find out that they went to get simon's learner's permit awesome grandpa let me just super nice i mean i I, in fact it's like such a logical solution like like of course that makes so much sense that's great Mm -hmm. um until it's not (laughs) but i so want to savor this whole storyline that I really just want to talk about everyone else. First. Okay, that's great, actually, <laughs> because I love so much of everything that happens in this episode with Simon. Um, so you mentioned that Robbie has girl troubles. He, in fact, really doesn't. He doesn't. He's but like he and Joy are great. I'm saying what Robbie said to Eric about watching Grandpa. I have girlfriend problems. Oh, sure, sure, that, sure. You know, I'm just going off that, but. Really, there's nothing going on. No, he and Joy are fine. It's him and, and Matt, Matt that have problems because because that's the scene, brothers that won't say that they're brothers, right? Because that scene of uh, Robbie singing in Spanish <laughs> um, is like Can interrupt- you play it again. Como nunca amer. A mí me gusta que me quieran como soy. A mí me gusta que me quieran como soy. A mí me gusta que me quieran. 
<laughs> I don't know what's worse, your Spanish or your singing. <laughs> both? Yeah, probably. They're both bad. <clears throat> so, um, so they're going at it like cats and dogs because Matt has no privacy. He needs the peace and quiet. Robbie's like, you just don't like my girlfriend or the fact that I'm happy or whatever. And yeah. Matt's like, I don't even give a shit about you. And he's like, so I'm going to bring my girlfriend over here. and We're going to spend the whole day and rub it in your face. And Matt rightfully calls it when he's like, I don't care about you, but you obviously care about my opinion. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't act this way. And Robbie's like, I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> and uh, then, go ahead. Can we just talk about the failed Spanish that, that Matt did? Or No, said? when? Oh. I don't have that. Dude. Um, did I miss it? No. Well, his Spanish is like after he realizes that like he's trying to perfect his Spanish or whatever uh-huh. when Robbie is. Uh-huh. And he goes, no, I don't care about what you think. And he goes, yeah, you do. And he goes, no, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. And then he responds back in Spanish. Oh. And supposedly he's trying to say, oh, that means yes, you do. He didn't say it correctly. Oh, no. He doesn't were, say Were it you watching with subtitles? Is that how you yeah, know? Yeah. So what did the subtitles say? Like, Hases or like, what did he? I can't even remember. But like, he said oh, like, man. Um, basically like, si tu Hases or something like that, which means like, if you if you choose or if you want to like or oh and it's like dude i think you should be saying like si tu puede or like something like that like well isn't that can no, well um are you remembering that like disney si se puede, si se puede yes you can no like si, yes we can yeah yes we can but like si tu puede is like basically saying like yes you do oh okay sure 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 it's that yeah that's so funny or like yes, yeah. Th- this just goes to show how little I gave a shit, like that I didn't even care to like pick up on the fact yeah. that Matt responded in Spanish. Yeah, like, no, but like he responded back in Spanish, and it's like incorrect. And all I'm thinking is, uh, well, and then and then Robbie's like, what or whatever, yeah, yeah. and he's like, you should know, like, yeah. no, he shouldn't because you yeah. said it wrong. Thank you. <laughs> See that by that? Sorry. What, what was that movie? Was Gotta that? kick it up. Gotta kick it up. Wasn't America Ferrera in that? Yes, yeah, she was. Yes, yeah, she was. Um, okay, so that's what's going on with them. So then, like, Joy comes over and Matt gets pissed again because they're trying to be in his space again or whatever. But Matt's a dick. He is, but I get it. But also, fuck it, Matt. Go to the library. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get, get over yourself. Yeah, you... L- Mary is back. There are twins. They are growing up. Dude, you're in a house of like 10 people. Yeah. You should know better. That's true. Don't you, you should, have better studying you skills at this point? That you're not going to be able to study at home and yeah. do something about it. Fuck it. Go to the garage apartment if you need some peace and oh, quiet. Yeah, the garage apartment. <laughs> and then like, you know, talking shit about saying like how Joy wears the pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's too good. Oh, I know I have then. that clip. Oh. I have to find it. Well... Oh no! I'm all for you. Oh, here that. it is. So, so anyway, so yeah, so so Joy and Robbie come into the kitchen, and she's like, you know what? I'm not gonna talk to either of you until you work this fucking shit out. Yeah. Come on, Joy said we had to work out our problem. I don't have time to work this out. I have to study. And do you always do what Joy tells you to do? Well, I guess we know who wears the pants in your relationship. Yeah. It's Joy, and her pants are tight and pink, so I do whatever she says. Because I love her and I respect her opinion. (laughs) Not as much as mine. In your opinion, I'm just a boarder. So what do you want me to call you? Because you're not my brother. How can you say that? Uh, Because it's true. 
dick. Dick, dick. <laughs> but he's not wrong. I, I mean, mean, I mean, they should be acting like brothers. I agree, but they're not. I mean, yeah, but I don't. Listen, here's the best way to put it: we haven't seen his relationship with his biological brothers. True. If anything, this is the closest thing he has, including with fucking Simon. Like, oh, you mean for Matt? Like. No. No, for like Rob, from Matt's perspective. From Matt's perspective, but also like, like even for Robbie to feel that it's one hundred percent like validated only because like we haven't seen his relationship with Lance Bass or the other <laughs> the other problem in the living room. So like we haven't seen the we haven't seen his connection. He connects more with Sam and David. Robbie does. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even with the little ones, he connects. So, like, obviously his bond is going to be deep with Simon and with Matt. Yeah. And for Matt to act like some jealous girlfriend about... Ugh, I know. And really, that's how he's kind of behaving. I know. It's... I don't know how to feel about this because... I, you know what it boils down to? I guess I just don't care enough to have an opinion. And I'll yeah. be honest. Like, because normally I would have something to say about this, but I guess I just don't the stakes are so low that I like I don't care like because it's not like Robbie's gonna go well you don't want to be a brother fine I'll leave that's but, not gonna happen I know but here here's another thing two of these like two scenario well I guess you want to say two stories come up about like siblings right so between Matt and Robbie mm-hmm. even though they're not blood related mm-hmm. whatsoever but there's supposedly this unspoken bond between these two one I don't really give a shit like you said but another one that I don't give a shit about, and I and I still don't understand how both of both of them were offended, is Lucy and Ruthie. I still don't understand. Offended by what? Ruthie got really butthurt. Oh, between each other. I thought I, I misunderstood what you were saying. No, like yeah, you're right. Do you get what I'm and I still don't give a shit, and it, I don't understand it, why they were well, butthurt. It felt forced. One hundred percent. And also, we've literally just seen this play out where where Lucy hurts Ruthie's feelings. Ruthie gets really upset, and then they make up. We just saw this, and I know. then and then they're mining for that same trope again. And I'm like, just like, I don't care. Yeah, like it happens twice but i believe that one more because i did buy it when ruthie when her face falls like i buy that i don't buy that matt and robbie are just never gonna get over this I, you know that's what i mean true. like i don't buy that I, I i still don't understand why that argument had to happen like oh like you care about what i think i don't I, since when well but i think it might have been important or not might have like I feel like in the long term in the big picture it is kind of an important thing to even talk about or bring up because they haven't really talked about the elephant in the room which is these two ostensibly stranger people who are not blood related are living together in a mm-hmm. Hello Kitty room they're sharing super close quarters he Matt dated her, his ex he dated his sister like it's a, it's weirdly both, both sisters yeah exactly okay. like it's it's there's a lot of shit going on and they're both men and they're in their early 20s and it's it's a lot you the know the camps are disgusting <laughs> that's the takeaway you're right <laughs> no but seriously like uh, just a little bit like uh, practically yeah, practically <laughs> uh, just, um, uh, But yeah, but so I feel like if they had devoted a significant portion of 
an episode or made an entire episode about sibling relationships and this was one of the storylines in that relationship, I think it would have been a story worth telling. But it, as it is, it's shoehorned into this episode, seemingly out of nowhere and for no real end goal. It's not even, it's like the D story of this episode. Like, mm-hmm. it's so not important. I know. And it just feels unnecessary. You know, it, it's just silliness. There, You know, I mean, I said this to you outside of us recording the podcast, mm-hmm. like, this episode just feels feels heavier in the sense of like how much goes on or what goes on. Yeah. But at the same time, meh. I'll say this. We've been, I've been asking for 10 episodes now for a fucking story. I know. For something to happen. I know. I think this episode finally delivered. Mm. Okay. This episode is an episode of a television show. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, sure, maybe it didn't do any of the, like, anything grand and sweeping and we didn't, like, set up a whole story arch or something, whatever. But we got an episode. We got a story. Something is happening. Some, like, the characters are active participants in the story. So you're basically saying this episode 10 should have been at episode 3. Or why can't we have 10 episodes that are like this? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, long story short, they have words that we just heard. And I don't even remember how it resolves. It's kind of just like, okay, whatever. You know, like, I don't know that they have this big, like, you are my brother moment. It's just like, all right, we'll make peace. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even remember. Yeah. So, that's Matt and Robbie. Do we watch this show? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, meanwhile, as you mentioned, Lucy's waiting for a call from Jeremy. Jeremy? Jer- <laughs> and so she's literally just like sitting in her bed waiting by the phone, waiting uh-huh. and waiting and waiting and waiting. At some point, she gets so desperate that she calls she calls the operator? Dude. Operator? Yes. Do you have a boyfriend? It's for you, dear. Hello? What the fuck was that? I don't know. Talk about shit that goes nowhere. Yeah. And then and then you see Lucy's face going, hmm? <clears throat> like, huh? It's so stupid. She calls the operator just to make sure that the line is working. And then before she hangs up, asks the operator if she has a boyfriend. And then the operator turns to a younger girl. Is that the whole point of yeah. that? Turns to a younger girl next to her who's also an operator. It's for and, you, dear. And she goes, hello. And that's the last we hear about any of that shit. <laughs> Never to be seen or heard from ever again. This uh, show is really great at doing that. It really is, though. You know, <laughs> that's its strength is Planting seeds that never grow. <laughs> um, so then, finally, she ends up calling Jeremy back. Mm-hmm. Long story short, he calls, but she can't talk, so she calls him back. I can't talk right now, and hangs up. Yeah, yeah. Or she's like, I'll call you back or whatever. Finally calls him back. And I, we need to talk about this. Let me play the clip, and then... I, uh. You hurt me when I left New York. I mean, you didn't even try to stop me from leaving. And worse than that, when your parents said they didn't like me, 
you didn't stand up for me. So today I was going to hurt you as badly as you hurt me. But I... No, let me finish. But the truth is, I still want you back, and I'm glad that you want me too. I don't want you back. What? I want my engagement ring back. I need to buy some sheet music. I'm a Juilliard. It's expensive, you know? You know? You know? I mean... I First of all, I love this for so many reasons. I'm also incredulous about it. If I'm Jeremy, I'm writing an email, okay? Like, I'm not trying to play phone tag with someone for five and a half hours. Yeah. Just to ask for my ring back. To get sheet music. Which, okay, whatever. I mean... I don't know. I don't get it. Do Just his parents have money or email. not? Do his parents have money or not? Just send an email. Send an email, right? But from Lucy's end, one, she never gave the ring back. And in fact, when she and Ruthie are debriefing about it later, says he could pry it off her cold, dead hands. I know. You're not entitled to that ring. You broke the engagement. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have given it back to him in that moment when you left? And uh, am I crazy? No. I feel like I feel like when the engagement ends, the ring goes back. Well, forget about the ring goes back. Like, why would she want to hang on to that's it? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to have it in my possession. Like, why is she, like, my cold, dead hands? What, are you going to wear it and walk around? <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. It makes no sense. Especially, like, she even said it. He hurt her. He didn't stand up for her. Right. Why would you want to hold on to that ring? Like, why? So stupid. It, has, it makes zero sense. It's a symbol of a relationship that was broken. Exactly. Like, that ring has no more value to you. I- I'm looking at my hand. I'm like, no, I would throw that shit off my hand. It's not even about that. It's not like, ooh, get it off me. But it's like, first of all, when you break the engagement, you give the ring back. That's just normal 101 shit. Yeah. But like- say, okay, fine. You didn't. It was spur of the moment. You ran out of there. Okay. But to be like, I'm never giving that ring back. Like, are you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you? I'd give the ring back. But you know what, though? You know who she is? She's an 18-year-old dumbo. That's who she is. She's 18. Like, she's an idiot. She really is. Speaking of which, she's 18, and it's November or whatever, or past November. What is this episode? I don't know what month they're in. I think it's like November, December. Okay. Yeah, still no 9-11 mentions, right? Okay. Are you in school? Are you working? I have no idea. Well, what she's Lucy's not in doing. school. We already know she and Mary are both not in school, but I don't think she's working either. I know. Why? Why aren't they jumping up her ass like they jumped up Mary's? Yeah, but Mary. But I'm sorry. But Mary was kind of. Yeah, Mary got in jail. Went into went to jail. Mary, like she fucked up way more than Lucy did. Well, Lucy hasn't fucked up. Yeah, but but, but she's also to your point not on any kind of path, path right now. Yeah, that's it. All she's thinking about is getting married. And I'm just like, why aren't they on her ass to do something with her life? Like they would be with any other like, of their kids. Okay, I, I'm not going to lie. There was a time whenever, when you're a kid, when you're 12, 13 years old, you have no, I, you have no concept of like the real world. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. I remember thinking 24 was old. Oh yeah. And when I hit 24, 
I was like, I'm a baby. <laughs> so when I hear, I so, remember thinking 30 was old. <laughs> I just no, I, I right. But like even now I'm 30 and I still feel like a child. Oh yeah. Someone asked me how old I am and like you'll you'll hear me saying 20 th- no. <laughs> like I'm sorry. I'm not I that do, age. I do sometimes have to catch myself. Not often, but like sometimes like my natural stasis is to go like 27. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I like yeah. You just na- And so when I hear someone or like when you hear Lucy 18 and it's yeah. thinking about Which, marriage. Is she 18? She might be 19? Or 19. Ish. Okay, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Thinking about marriage, I'm like, why? I know. It's why? so dumb. Because, like, when I hit 19, fuck. Let alone, okay, it's one thing if somehow by 19, you've got, you've got a life or at least a plan for your life. You know exactly what your trajectory is. And you're also thinking about marriage, like, Okay, I mean, I'm not saying that's great or I'm not advocating for it, but like I could see where maybe that could make yeah. sense. But not only is she 19 or 18, she's also like in La La Land, like with like without a plan or a life yeah. path or whatever. So her sole goal right now is just be or have a boyfriend, get married and have kids. Like what kind of life is that for yourself? Like you don't want to have you don't want to have a career. You don't want to like go to school, get a degree, have some sort of options or anything. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, she says she wants to be a, a minister or whatever, but it's like then go to seminary school. Yeah. What are you doing? Like again, to each its own. But it's just I don't know that 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 like that that drive or that hunger for like to be with someone and get married so young. It's just like how do you know who you are? That's my only That's thing. The thing. That's yeah. my only thing. Like. How do you know who you only because in this day and age or even I'm sorry, even in the early 2000s, like there's just a lot of things coming into your life that you can't control. And it's going to dictate literally your choices. Mm-hmm. What kind of person are you and who you want to be or who you are at that moment really does define that. So at 18 and 19, I can't imagine wanting to share my life with someone and also share that responsibility. I can't. I mean, let's be realistic here. If she were to get married tomorrow, how long is that relationship going to last? Yeah. Because as she matures, as she grows and she realizes that she's not the same person she was when she was 18 and now she's committed her life to somebody who she committed to at 18 when she's not even that person anymore. I know. I know. Like how every two years, right? Don't you feel like you've changed or every like fuck or every month? (laughs) The older I get, I feel like it's it's further between like fewer and farther between as you get older. But whenever like from 19 to 21, 21 to 23 night and fucking day, you don't feel like you're this like your core being is if you're good, you're good. I mean, sure. some things are just but solid. So much about your life changes in those perspective changes, opinion, Absolutely. and things like that. Like for you to, I don't know. It's just it's insane yeah, at that no, age to believe that you can it share is. yourself with someone one hundred percent for the rest of your life. Yeah, and thinking that you're not going to change mm-hmm. is yeah. Whoa, no, I know. It's huge. I know. I know. Yeah, it's not. Well, then, fuck. Maybe some people do know who the who the hell they Which are. Which more I power? Know. I mean, 
that's, oh my god that's awesome god bless too, those people god bless the, the the high school sweethearts who get married at 18 and stay together for the rest of their lives god oh, bless dude, those yeah. people i mean look at i mean i look to those people as role models for how to make a marriage work okay i get it no that's true but but it's just not realistic for in most times. Like ninety five percent of the time, it's not going to work that way. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I feel like maybe those are the exceptions. Oh, for sure. Like the they're the exception to for the rule. Sure. God. And then throw a kid in the mix, especially yeah. a kid before you have or a kid that you have before you're like late twenties. Mm-hmm. Dude, game over, man. I yeah. mean, what is your life after that? Mm. I mean, again, I mean, fuck, my mom was was a child of a 22 year old. I get it. (laughs) Like, I get that it happens. And I get that, like, it doesn't mean your life is over. I know that. But what life is that? You've barely lived life. And now your life is one thing for the rest of it. And that fucking sucks. I'm sorry, but it does. I don't know. It sucks for what could have been. I'm not saying it sucks for you. Uh, like, I don't even know how to put this pr- rightly. I, I mean, I hope I'm not offending anyone. But it's just like, uh, it, you know, it, you're sort of like siloing yourself into a box. It's like, this is all it's ever going to be. And to do that at such a young age, especially in those early formative, like late teen, early 20 mm-hmm. years, is just a sh- I think it's a shame. I mean, there's so much potential and there's so many million ways your life could go at like, that point. Like I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And I'll most of I know that I agree with that. But at the same time, how do we know? I know. You're right. How do, how we? do we know? How do we? You're so right. That's that's my only thing. How do we know? You're right. That's it. But like I hear what you're saying and and I am with you because I don't know. Like there's a part of me that believes that how much can I give myself to a kid at 22 when I don't have enough experience? However, but maybe, maybe that's just for me. I actually disagree though. Cause I don't think it's about how much can I even give myself at 22. I think the problem, what I'm saying is, is that at 22, all you're gonna give is all of yourself to that kid. I know, but but like, and that's the shame. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, how much are you gonna give of yourself, and then you're not gonna explore anything else about yeah, yourself? How could you? How could yeah, you? Like, how can you? So, but again, like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never had that. I've never experienced that. But I you don't know have what? That life. But you know what though? Money means having a high socioeconomic status, all these bullshit Kardashian celebrities who are having kids at 20 and going around or whatever, okay? Nothing changes for them because they have nannies. They're not, they don't have to do anything differently. They get to still be Instagram stars and go to concerts and go to club openings and whatever, whatever, because they don't have to give all of themselves Mm -hmm. to this kid at 20. Yeah. I I don't know. Now, now I'm getting political, but whatever. I stand by it because I believe in that. I, I fucking believe in that. Kylie Jenner having a kid at 20 because she feels like that's her calling in life to be a mother. Bitch, you're not going to see your kid at all, I bet. Mm. I, give her, I give her four months to get her tight ass body back and be naked all over Instagram and hopping from this plane to that plane and her kid is nowhere in sight. Just watch can't stand that shit damn i got so mad (laughs) damn i got so mad 
Well, you can just blame the Instagram world for that shit. <sighs> yeah. Let's change tacks. Let's talk about Mary. Dude. Okay, let's talk about Mary. All right. So the reason she's in a funk is because she wrote a letter to the police, uh, not police chief, the fire chief yeah. in Glen Oak. And he just flat out denied her. Yeah. And she goes over there and is like, what the hell, man? Like, I was great. I passed all my tests. Like, I, you know, I was focused. I was really good at what I was doing in Buffalo. That was the most awkward scene with Mary and the receptionist. Oh, the receptionist was cuckoo bonkers. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't even know how to talk about her. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on there. But Mary ends up, like, stalking the fire chief at his house. I know. (laughs) And he says some shit like let's listen to it and then we can talk about it but he also said you got into some kind of romantic relationship with another candidate and you left the program without any notice okay but i was born to be a firefighter you have to give me a chance no i don't it's my job to pick serious candidates who i not only think will make it through the training but will also become strong responsible firefighters Firefighting isn't just a job, it's a life. And after careful review, I feel it's not a life for you. And as I look at you with your lowrider jeans and your French manicure, I don't think you want to be a firefighter as much as you want to hang out with firefighters. You are wrong about me. I am a firefighter. I've been doing this for 30 years and I think I know better. You have to have some direction and purpose in your life in order to do this job. Trust me when I tell you that I know firefighters and you are not a firefighter. So many problems with this fucking monologue speech, whatever. Please tell me about them. Okay. Um, one of them. Why are you and that other chief gossiping how she might have had an affair with one of them and then left suddenly? The only thing you should be concerned about is how she dropped that program in a, like so quickly not not you don't need to know the details and fuck that guy ben he probably said everything <laughs> what's his name ben i'm pretty sure the police the fire chief didn't call ben and go tell me about this relationship you had with mary Campton." okay so then it's either ben that like squealed and therefore they know how do they know that she might have hooked up with someone and then left because she probably said so really you think so I think so. Well, then Mary's fucking dumb. Okay. Anyways. Well, yeah, that's yeah, kind we of the point, know I know. So, okay. That was my one issue. The fact that these chiefs are now gossiping. Okay. Sure. Which he should understand, which he should know who's fucking serious about who's joining his force, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what his the department. right term. Yeah. His department is. Okay. That I get. Your manicure and lowrider jeans go fuck yourself right now. I know. That was that was a a what's the word? A a, a stone too far or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Dude, like it, saying that you're the you're the kind of girl that like I no, I don't know. No, none of that is right. But just saying lowrider jeans, homie, why are you looking at my lowrider jeans? Well, her midriff was bared. <laughs> was it though? I don't, I don't know. think it was. I'm like, was it though? I don't remember. She looked like a fucking hippie in this scene. Okay, and not in a bad way. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, no, you know what? She I has like you. a headband on. She's wearing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Your lowrider jeans and French manicure, like, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Because I like to be feminine, I can't be a fireman? Like, what What? What the fuck does that mean? I know. I think, and I don't know. I actually don't know. So this is not me, like, knowing something and talking about it or whatever. I literally don't know anything. I think that this scene was meant to illustrate to the audience once and for all that Mary is going to like prove everyone wrong and like become a badass and like do it because she wants to and she's going to kick ass at it. And I, and the reason I think that is because this is now the second or third person in her life who has told her she's not cut out for this, that she shouldn't do it if she's not serious about it, so, that she doesn't understand the commitments, that she doesn't fit the bill. Who was it? Wilson? Wilson. The that other fire chief, chief. In, in uh, Buffalo. Okay. And this guy now. And this guy now. Did, did the colonel say anything? Well, I'm trying to remember. He and Wilson sort of commiserated over like she's crazy. Oh, and but they that wanted was more her to about be the cop thing. And then she was like, I'm going to be a firefighter. And then we never really never heard from the colonel. That's again. true. Okay. I think because what I what I didn't include in this clip is right after he's like, you know, you're not cut out for this, you're manicure or whatever. She goes, she goes, then what am I supposed to do with my life? Which is hilarious to me when they do that in shows because, like, he's not your therapist. Why would you say that out loud to someone who's just rejected and you? And it's like, Mary, <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I think, and I don't know this, so I'm probably wrong. I might be wrong. I don't care. I don't know. But I feel like if I'm Brenda Hampton, I've now shown Mary stare down adversity about this thing thrice. Yeah. And if I want to have a strong female protagonist... I'm going to make her resolve so much stronger. I'm going to prove all these fuckers wrong. I know. And I'm going to do it. Now, is Brenda Hampton going to make that choice? I don't know. Proof will be in the pudding, I guess. But that's what I would do if I was her. Plus, plus, now this is where the spoilers come in. It's like we know Ben's coming back. So clearly this isn't the end of the firefighting game. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's just weird how I got like a weird smile because I just want to see the awkwardness and like them just getting pissed at life at each other. You think that's what it's going to be? I don't know. I hope so. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I just kind of hope so. Interesting. I think they're just going to do it. Yeah. Let's get married. I would not be surprised. Honestly. I know, right? With her, I don't actually know. Ideas, I wouldn't be surprised, as Ruthie says. <laughs> Where do they get these crazy ideas? No, I don't know because you plant the seeds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're ready to get in to, to the Simone. Fun. To Simone. <laughs> what about Simone? Okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay, I've got a series of clips. Oh, yes. That basically tell the entire story. Okay. <laughs> because they were just so good. Like like the clips went or like the like the episode went from like, "Oh my god," to "What the fuck?" to "Oh my god," to "I'm dying on the floor laughing." Yeah. To "What the fuck again?" Like it <laughs> it's literally like hilarious from start to finish. So uh, Grandpa Pete Charles takes Simon to get his learner's permit. I can't believe you took me to get my learner's permit. Thanks, Grandpa. Glad to be of service. I'm tired. You can drive. Well, I can't drive it on my license. You got a learner's permit, don't you? Get in the car. Learn something. 
You aren't really going to let me drive, are you? You're not really going to let him drive, are you? What are the rules for learner's permit? Well, I can drive as long as there's a licensed driver present. I got a license. Do you want to drive? I don't want to force you. I want to. Good. You want to drive? I want you to drive? Let's go. <laughs> Let's okay. Go. Famous last words. I know. <laughs> Do you think he really does have a license, Grandpa P. Charles? Uh, yeah. I feel like, I mean, I guess he drives, right? right? I don't know. Does he still drive even with the Alzheimer's? I wonder if Ginger lets him. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, his whole thing about this episode was, don't treat me like a child. Right. Right. And he even said that, like, even in the beginning with, um, he even said that to Eric. You know, whenever he was trying to pawn off Charles to, like, one of the kids. Yeah, he's like, I don't need a babysitter. Exactly. So I'm going to say yes, but I don't think that he drives right now. Sure. Only because I I, I buy that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, too, though, him telling Simon, like, drive, I'm tired, I don't want to. I think that's... (sighs) Simon should have known better, is what I'm trying to say. 100%. He shouldn't have let Grandpa. I don't think Grandpa's bullying him into driving here, but Grandpa's like kind of sort of like tipping the scales a little bit. Yeah, he did that a few times. And all Simon has to do is like when because and then Grandpa gives him the out. He's like, do you want to drive? Because I don't want to force you. All Simon had to do was just swallow his pride for a second, know the right thing and just say, yeah, I don't want to drive and then not force the issue and then be done. And again, Ruthie is a smart one. Yeah. Saying, I don't think you should drive. Mom but and it's dad. Like, no one's going to listen to stupid Ruthie. She's uh. because she's such a shitster. Like if she just was a good kid all the time, you'd listen to her more. You know, I know. Um, so, <laughs> so Simon gets behind the wheel and all of a sudden there's a cop car behind them. Yep. And Ruthie notices at first, she's like, why are the cops following us? And Simon's like, oh, no. And Grandpa, rightfully in this case, in this moment, Grandpa's like, have you done anything wrong? Simon's like, no. He goes, then you're fine. Just drive. Be normal. Keep your eyes on the road. Everything's fine. They're, They're behind you. That happens sometimes. Like, everything's fine. And that's true. I mean, he's right in so far as the facts he's saying. Okay. (laughs) But but Simon's nervous. I mean, fuck. Like, I don't know how you feel about cops behind you on the road, but like, I'd get nervous about it. Oh, yeah. I I fucking hate it. I switch my lanes. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. And even that I try to do like super chill because I don't want it to be like evasive maneuvers. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. I hate (laughs) cops behind me. I hate cops near me on the road. Like, it's very, you know, makes me nervous. Not to mention, I, this might not be a popular opinion, but I have a strong dislike for police officers. I have like, I, it's like, I just have this like distaste for that office. If yeah. you will um, call me crazy, you know, but um, <laughs> that's how I feel. So, and, but I don't, and it's interesting. I want to hear your take. So I'm, I'll, I'll play a clip in a minute. And I thought it was interesting that this was the portrayal of the police officers. Why are they going so slow? Come on, let's pull them over. Search the car and question them. Dispatch said the plates don't match our stolen car. We don't have cause to pull them over. But they could have switched the plates. I just know that car stolen. 
If it's a stolen car, wouldn't he be driving faster? That's what makes it so suspicious. Right? Yeah. I. What do you think Brenda Hampton's stance on cops is? I don't know. She loves Sergeant Michaels. <laughs> right? You know, like she loves Sergeant Michaels and she always wants to get him involved. So with this, I don't know what to think. I don't know. Are you giving I, me a 50-50 card here? Yeah, right? It's a weirdly balanced perspective yeah. on what could be this, like, I, it's so interesting that on this particular matter, Brenda Hampton has decided to play the neutral zone and go, look, these are two different kinds of police officers, like, working together. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, she's not, like giving like a hard line or a hard stance one way or the other, which is so rare for the show. It's so interesting that, that, that on the one hand, you've got this one cop who's just like looking for a reason, man, like yeah. Jones in for a kill. And then the other one who's like the voice of reason, like relax. These people have done nothing wrong. Yeah. You know, All I don't know. All he did was go below the speed limit. Yeah. He's going like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone 10 miles an hour. Like I, <laughs> Oh, I definitely have. <laughs> I, I mean, not like, not like, because I'm scared just like on purpose. Like, you know, <laughs> like maybe in a parking lot. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, or like in a, um, in a five mile zone, <laughs> I'll go 10. <laughs> just testing my limits. <laughs> um, can it get me? Sorry. <laughs> so so simon like well okay ruthie is not helping the matter because ruthie's still in the back and she keeps looking behind her and she's like there's a ton of cops there's a ton of cops and simon's getting nervous but then you've got grandpa on the side who's just like be chill man like everything's cool you've done nothing wrong you don't need to pull over step on it don't make me say it twice Yes! He's making a run for it! He's making a run for it! Let's go, let's go! Okay, call it in. I'm gonna get us some backup and air support. Calm down! Just call it in! Fucking nightmare. I'm just gonna pull over? Just drive. You didn't do anything. <laughs> they're not after you. Sure looks like they're after me. Just let them pass you. They're the okay. police. We have to pull over. If we don't, we're both gonna get in trouble. You're the licensed driver in the car. You didn't do anything wrong. So we're not going to pull over. Just drive. I'm sure this has nothing to do with us. Okay. And if they don't pass, that's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now there's three police cars chasing us. You have to pull over. Do you have a driver's license? No. I didn't think so. I'm just going to rest my eyes here. <laughs> Keep on driving. Yeah, he's like, I'm a nip. But like, dude, watching it is one thing. And when you replay it, you're like, uh. I know. It's bonkers. Dude, the cops made me feel like I was watching South Park. <laughs> really? I know. It makes me feel like I was watching South Park. I and don't know that show, but I believe it. Oh, fuck. God, I miss that show. I was so religious about watching that show. And then somehow I just fell off the wagon on like keeping up with it. Mm. Anyways. But yeah, it just yeah. feels like it's mocking. Obviously. I know. I mean, it is. This is like 
this chase gets so heightened like 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 the comedy of this chase goes so broad i know that like it's unlike anything we've ever seen on this show. It's I like know. it's like akin to slapstick at one point. Like I mean, and I have I it goes on. Guys, this is just the beginning of this chase storyline, okay? It's insane. So then we cut to the hospital. So unbeknownst to everyone. We forgot about the hospital. Listen, there's a master plan to all of this, okay? There's a method to this uh, madness. Pardon, I, pardon, pardon. Uh, T forgot the hospital. <laughs> Lady J remembers it all. So we cut to the hospital where Eric is there because turns out Ginger didn't go north. Ginger done, done had some heart tests done because she's having heart problems or whatever. Yeah. So she had some cardiac stress tests and shit done. And she's fine. It's just stress. And because she like worries too much about Pete Charles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's fine. But she didn't want to tell anybody, including Grandpa Pete Charles. I know. Because she didn't want to worry anyone. But she told Eric and that's why Eric was there. And it was a whole to do. Are there no doctors in Arizona? <laughs> I know, right? But do- how would she have gotten away from Pete Charles? I know, yeah. I know. It was a, it was all a well choreographed dance until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Um, so <laughs> they're at the hospital. Eric goes into the waiting room, and it's like breaking news, right? And fucking Mark Krisky. Oh, dude, best, <laughs> fucking best. If you're just joining us, we're watching the Glen Oak Police pursue a possible car theft suspect through the streets of Glen Oak. We've just received word that the suspects, an elderly man, a teen who is driving, and three children may have stolen the car in the promenade area of Glen Oak. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, was Mark Krisky always the weather guy? He's or- not the weather guy. He, he was an anchor. He was an anchor. Now he's a weather guy. They demoted him? He's a weather guy. No. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But doesn't have a cool weather guy name. Oh, because he's not. What is it? Dallas Rain. Dallas Rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, listeners! You actually, I'm telling you, T. <gasps> this is terrible. There's a recent episode, or it was one of the best ofs with on Comedy Bang Bang. With so it's just Scott and Paul, mm-hmm. and they talked about Dallas Rains, how he does the whole like his hand movement. That yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> We're going to watch some YouTube clips after this, oh, all right? Fuck. I implore our listeners to look up Dallas Rain's hand like like a, it's like a supercut of Dallas Rain's doing his thing. It's legit ridiculous. Um so it's like breaking news. It's all the channels cut to Joyce trying to watch TV in the living room and uh, every yeah. channel is this chase. I know. I know. I was I was watching something and then I got interrupted. <laughs> so funny. So then as Eric is watching this breaking news in the waiting room, <laughs> Detective Michael shows up. Jesus Christ. This just in. Unconfirmed sources at an airport car rental agency say that the car involved in this chase was rented by a Charles Jackson who flew in from Phoenix this morning. But we still don't know the identity of the young blonde man who is driving. Yeah, it's Simon and Ruthie and the boys and your father-in-law. <laughs> this can't be happening. It is. It this is. can't be happening. It is. <laughs> Leave it to Michaels to just be like, shut the fuck up. It's happening. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. So then 
Then we cut back to the Camden living room where now Lucy has joined Joy and sees the car. And she's like, this car looks familiar. And then all the kids are in the living room, like mm-hmm. watching this chase. Matt, unfold. Robbie, get in here. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I can't believe that's your grandfather. Maybe he's forgotten that when the police turn their lights and sirens on, you have to pull over. Yeah, okay, but what's Simon's excuse? Teenage Alzheimer's? <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> so then it gets even more hilarious because... <laughs> Which part? Back on the news. Mark Krisky's back at it. <laughs> they seem to be driving in circles. That's the third time he's passed the park. I think the question on everyone's mind has to be, where are they going? <laughs> They're just going around Glen Oak. <laughs> they seem to be driving in circles. Where are they going? <laughs> like, it's insane. Do you understand? Do you understand being, Mark Krisky. being in the writer's room breaking this episode? Like, okay, we're going to have a car chase. It's going to be hilarious. And like, slow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my, god. oh my god. I love how Detective Michaels is talking to Eric. He's like, so far, the only law he's broken is not yielding to a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not run any lights. He's not run any stop signs. He hasn't hurt anybody. Yeah. He just hasn't stopped. He just hasn't pulled over. <laughs> oh my god. So then, <laughs> so then Detective Michaels and Eric get in Michaels' car and go and like pull up. Next to Simon. Dude. Dad is in the car next to us. Simon, pull over. Pull over. Pull over. over. (laughs) Wait, is that Dad? Yup. That's your dad. If I were Simon, I'd drive that car to Canada. Pull over. Oh, my God. Pull over. What is your father doing? He wants us to pull over. Well... And I guess you better pull over. Pull over. Oh. Son of a bitch. Oh. Stupid oh. Pete Charles. Dad had to come with Sergeant Michaels and now he needs to pull He's over. All, well, I guess you can. <laughs> so dumb. This show. This show. <laughs> oh my god, this show. So then so then he pulls over. Okay. And it takes him an hour and a half just to, to fucking get, stop the car. Okay. And to fucking get out. Well, no one wants to get out of the car. Yeah. I think we have to get out. I'm not moving. I didn't do anything wrong. Ditto. Why aren't they getting out of the car? Uh, because dad and the police are waiting for him. How old do you have to be to plead temporary insanity? I don't think there's an age limit. Well, there's some good news. <laughs> I don't think there's an age limit. I, I just love the cutting back to the Camden kids in the yeah. living room. Like a fucking Greek chorus, you know? <laughs> like, just like commenting on what's happening in Simon's world. Because dad, <laughs> dad and the cops are outside? <laughs> it's so fucking clutch i love everything about this so finally simon and just simon gets out of the car and puts his hands up and gets down on the floor and like looks up at eric and's like hey dad dude 
That that him getting out of the car and lying down on the ground and insane. I was like, no, 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 no. This insane. is not happening. So then they let him go. Whatever Detective Michael smooths everyone's wheels, right. and then they come home, and Simon's like, "Listen, I already know I'm in trouble for the rest of my life. So let me just say this: I didn't. Grandpa told me to drive. I did. He told me not to pull over. I didn't know how to tell him I wanted to or stop or anything like this. I know I did the wrong thing. I know I should have known better, but I'm sorry, and it's never going to happen again. And blah 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 blah. And then Eric and Annie are just like, we know. We know you were caught between a rock and a hard place. All good, son. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what? This is all good? <laughs> like, really? You're not going to, like, punish him at all for this? I, I mean, look, he deserves to get tr- in trouble. But I will say, at the end of that episode, when you hear Eric saying, you're going to let me off the hook to Annie. Oh, yeah. All Ew, I thought was... They're going to go fuck. No, no. Besides that, all I thought was, like, please just let him off the hook so, so this episode could end. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want another five minutes of them arguing. Like, I don't want this. Right, because we didn't talk about... So, eventually... Because Annie keeps trying to get a hold of Eric, but can't because he's at the hospital. Yeah, she keeps calling the church, and Lou is picking up, and he's dodging the calls. And she's like, you guys are up to something, and I'm going to figure it out. And then somebody... Oh, and then Lou tells him tells her that he's at the hospital. Yeah. So, she rushes over there, finds out that Ginger was hospitalized, and then... Not even hospitalized. No, no, she's but, just getting you know, tests. It was a patient, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and then, um, you know, she tells Ginger like, oh my God, you should have told me it's fine. I can handle it. I'm here for you. Da, da, da. And then grandpa Pete Charles comes in and he's like, you call me always like, what the fuck? Like I'm your husband. Let me carry some of the stress. You're here because you're stressed. Like what the fuck, Ginger? I, She's like, I love sweet. you. It was really it was sweet. the best part. Yeah, it really was. When he's like, let me carry the weight today. Like, and very realistic. Like yeah, today goes, I can handle because this. Because she, go, she goes like, what about, he's like, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Like today I got you. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Good man. It's really, yeah, he's just such a sweetie. I, mm-hmm. Sweetie. 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 <laughs> I do love. He's a piffa. Because I almost said sweetheart and then I stopped myself. So it came out he. <laughs> um, I yeah I really like Grandpa Pete Charles for a second I freaked out that this was his last episode yeah but that's not until 2003 so we've got a couple more years of okay. Pete Charles Yay. in us yeah okay um but yeah so that's the hilarity of this fucking episode I know <laughs> this car chase shit I, I'm ready to write the episode if you are okay go I'm giving this episode one thumb up and one thumb down. Thank you. And the entire thumb up is completely for this car chase. <laughs> yeah. All of it. All of the cutting back and forth, the Camden kids, uh, Eric pull, like, pulling up beside him and yelling at him to pull, pull over. Pull over. Grandpa P. Charles being like, oh, you did nothing wrong. Keep driving. I'm like, not getting out of this car. I did it's nothing. so funny. It's truly like I haven't belly laughed this hard watching an episode of this show ever, maybe. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know about really enjoying it, but I did love at the hilarity and like the absurd. It's just so fucking absurd. I'm like, is this really happening? I swear. It's happening. Okay. All right. Thumb up, thumb down. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Because it was ridiculous. And that's what made it so funny. Yeah. And also like, shut the fuck up. Half the time. Especially for the whole Jeremy and, and, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't want you to be my sister anymore. Blah, 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 yeah, we didn't really spend too much time on that. It's not even worth talking about. That's honestly. what I'm saying. That's why I don't buy it. Like, because Ruthie gives Lucy the advice, like, not to call him, and then she decides not to. But she's like, N- I didn't, I didn't not call him because he told me not to. And Ruthie's like, Yes, you did. You, but you trust my opinion. Why don't Why can't you admit it? And Ruthie's like, Because I don't. I hate you. Well, uh, it's dumb. Yeah, gives a shit. you already summed it up. They're We're fine. Done. They they apologize. They make up. Everything's fine. Yeah. Mm. Um, I feel like we did it. I think so too. Um, do I have any stray observations? Nope. So don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we will read it on the air. And until next time, bye. Bye.